Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle, episode 433, features guest host The Stepfather, New Terms, UK Sex, Movie Tropes, and Popular Searches. Warning, this show is only for adults who like sex. Does your dick hang low? Does it dangle to and fro? Can you tie it in a knot? Can you tie it in a bow? (laughs) Don't worry. Dick will be coming. Welcome to the Covert Nation. Here he is. Dick Dangle. Dick Dangle. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 433 of Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. Welcome to the Pervert Nation. I am your host, Dick Dangle, and joining me for this New Year's episode is the one and only that I could possibly bring to this episode. It is the man, the myth, the legend, the admiral of the A-game, and the master of his domain. I have no fancy things to say besides this man is responsible for helping me develop the AVN Award nominated show that you are listening to right now. It is the fine stepfather. Bring that A-game. Bring it in the new year with Dangle. That's right. <laughs> You should have been a, yeah, not much. You should have been a strip club DJ with that. That was nice. Because <laughs> that was very, very nice, deliberate strip club go. speak. That was nice. I think you should talk uh, to everybody. Should have been come to the stage, please. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> please welcome to the stage, Rebecca. They never have normal names. Very rarely. Right. I knew a few Elizabeths in my time but it was rare that you heard that straight name it was always something exotic but i am doing well how are you doing fine sir can't complain sir i woke up this morning that's a good day it is a great day when you wake up how how does it feel to hear me say that this show that you helped develop in the summer of 2014 is an AVN award-nominated show. I'd say it's about damn time, Dangle. It is about damn time. That is very true. But all I can say is thank you. It wasn't me. It was you. You kept it going. This is your baby. Well, I just, you, you, <laughs> I'm you, just here for the ride, Dangle. You pulled it from my perverted womb. I may have raised it, but you helped. You, you inseminated me. No, see, this is getting weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of, yeah, you started with me ripping it out of your life. Yeah. That was a bad way to start. And now I'm impregnating you. I, I believe, if anything, you impregnated the listeners. Mm, with my pervertedness. That is very yeah. true. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't know who it was uh, long ago that, that inseminated you, but it definitely was not me. <laughs> you were, you were just, you were there before I came along. You're just waiting. Mm. Just waiting for the spark. 
I gotcha. I was like the alien bursting from the chest. Right. Yeah. Right. I gotcha. All right. Well, I can tell you who inseminated me, but, you know, it was a long time ago. I, I was in college and I needed the money. At least it was college. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like, it wasn't like two and weeks ago. it sounds ago. consensual. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't Uncle Joe in the third grade or that, anything. That is, yes, that is very, very true. How'd you know I had an Uncle Joe? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Everybody's got Uncle Joe. Everybody has that. And they're always a little off. <laughs> <laughs> so with episode 433 it is literally just the fine stepfather and myself for a full episode because i wanted to just have the listeners enjoy a show while i'm in las vegas attending the adult entertainment expo and the avn award weekend convention so you get one show this week. I hope you're okay with it. If not, I mean, what are you going to do about it? But that, did that sound as Pittsburgh as it felt when I said We going to do about it. We going to do about it. Oh, I just threw up in my mouth. I may have to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, the fine stuff father and I are going to get into a lot of different articles and the madness that we usually do. But as this show is being released, I will have been in Las Vegas one day. So I will either be, as you hear this, six shots deep into Las Vegas or two knuckles deep in Las Vegas, if you know what I'm saying. Ah, can't be both. It's an either or scenario. Oh... I, or is it if you're six shots deep, somebody else is two knuckles deep? <laughs> That's eight shots. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, That's I, all it takes is two more? <laughs> two more. I know my over-under, and uh, I become very experimental at eight shots. <laughs> at eight shots. What happens at seven? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little bit more coercion has to be done. Oh, okay. Not a lot. Just you know. the outer rim? <laughs> exactly at six shots i'm like hey you know what i appreciate the offer but no thank you at seven it's like so what's the sales pitch and at, right and at eight i'm like you could have stopped that sentence halfway through get back there you know <laughs> i'm setting myself up for <laughs> difficult conventions going forward right. from this joke going <laughs> Oh, my goodness. But hopefully things go well in Las Vegas. And follow me on Twitter, at the Dick Dangle. You're going to see some magic. I have no doubt. I take a lot of pictures of amazing performers and the convention and walking around Vegas. So it'll be a, a good time for everyone to jump on board the Dick Dangle train. But woo Ooh, maybe you'll actually hear a train go past the studio. That would have been a perfect timing. It would have. Ah, damn it. Speaking of Dangle, I had someone reach out to me, and I don't think I ruined the song for them, but for some reason, it just kind of popped into their head, and I'm involved. The amazing content creator, Lacey Fox, sent out a tweet, and... I think I may have to somehow turn this into a, I want to say a contest, but Lacey Fox said, 
that when she heard Kenny Loggins' Danger Zone, she made it Dangle Zone. So she was basically saying highway to the Dangle Zone. There you go. I love that. And it's nice that I have such an impact on performers that I can ruin songs for them. Maybe not ruin, but change things where they go, oh, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) But it makes me wonder if I should turn that into a shirt. Why not? Like Highway to the Dangle Zone or, you know, like do like a Twilight Zone one, but make it Dangle Zone, you know. (laughs) You put put like a um, fighter pilot mask where it just says dangle over the top of it like over the you know the top of the uh like where it says maverick right oh i like that i I might have to do that now yeah buddy have the reflection of the double d logo in the lens all right now i'm feeling it see this is why i have you on brainstorming brainstorming Brainstorming. you talk me through things and i love it so thank you to Lacey Fox for sending that one out. And if anyone else has an idea when it comes to putting my name on something or having it fall in a way that it popped into your head, let me know. At the Dick Dangle on Twitter, dick at danglinafterdark.com is the email. Another way I always hear my name is when I watch hockey games. Because they always say he he's dangling the puck. Oh, okay. And every time I hear it, I giggle like a child. Because I know they're not talking about me, but damn it, I'm going to make it about me. There you go. You're a superstar now. It's I, time to raise that ego a little bit. I think you're right. I think <laughs> I have. I think I need to stop being so humble and uh, turn myself. You're award nominated. I'm award nominated. So now I, <laughs> I think that automatically means I need to turn myself into an annoying um oh yeah self-absorbed self-absorbed asshole (laughs) (laughs) i mean i mean celebrity right exactly (laughs) one in the same but yes you don't know who i am i'm dick dangle bitch (laughs) i'm award nominated yeah when you look at this face you don't see greatness because you should I think you're right. I think I do need to get some pompacity into my personality. Yeah, there you go. Mm. Pomp it up. Pomp, pomp it up. <laughs> 2023 is either going to be the greatest year or <laughs> just an absolute dumpster <laughs> fire of a year. Because <laughs> like, there's part of me that wants to pull the, do you know who I am? Like, even if I don't mean it. Right. But again, that um, you know, are those mutually exclusive? Could it be a dumpster fire of a year and still be the greatest year ever? It's very possible. It is very possible. You're right. <laughs> Ooh, one can only dream. Phoenix from the ashes, Dangle. That's right. <laughs> so as we enter 2023, that sounded kind of dirty. Enter it. Oh, I'm. I am. Balls no deep lube. in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> what are your hopes, fine stepfather? Like, are there things that you want to accomplish? 
Are there new opportunities you would like to take advantage of? What do you see this new year being for you? Look, I'm looking for 2024. If I if, if 2024 happens for me, then it was a successful 2023. Oh, very, ooh, that, that's, that's all I'm worried about. That is, <laughs> that's deep. That's the, I, that, that, that's like beatnik stuff. You need a poem wrapped around that. <laughs> Right, not it's never here's to here's to 2023, here's to 2024, because that means you made it through 2023, oh. no matter what happens. That's beautiful. <laughs> That's all the pep talk you're getting from me. That's right. <laughs> the rest of the year is just going to be shit. That's it. You get it. You get it at the beginning, you then suck it up until the next. That's one. right. <laughs> what do you want? You made it. Exactly. What do you have to complain about? You're here, aren't you? That's right. <laughs> Your tough love, I'm sure, right. is appreciated by many a listener. No, I can't. I couldn't really ask for anything else. I mean, okay. friends, family, peace in my heart. That's all I need. Next, Make it to the next year. I like it. I can agree with that. Changing your outlook and how things affect you is huge. I know that has been big for me this year and realizing what I need to put weight on, you know, like not everything that happens in my life or around my life carries the same weight like it used to. Now things are a little bit more uh, intelligently distributed with where I decide to put my, my emotion and my intensity into But one thing that I would like to do is become a little bit more accepting of certain terms within the adult industry that I still find very uncomfortable. It sounds strange for a grown man who has been a fan of porn since his teenage years and has done a podcast about sex and the adult industry and everything in between for eight plus years, there are still words that make me uncomfortable. I just don't like them. All right. And if they are one-off words like the male C word, okay. The female C word, meh. There are some other words that I'm not a big fan of. But there are certain actual sex terms that if I can't accept them, I think they should just be updated. I think they need new marketing. So I'm here to see what you think, Stepfather, on some of these terms. They're a little bit more, I don't want to say politically correct, but maybe a little bit more marketable and distributable. Okay. I've never been a fan of the term gangbang. I know it kind of rolls off the tongue very nicely, and it is a word that rhymes within itself. But I've just never been a fan of it. It sounds aggressive to me. And I'm sure most gangbangs are, but <laughs> it's it's not my thing. See, I need a softer, a more loving gangbang experience. So my choice is, instead of calling it a gangbang, we call it a multiple insertion environment. Wow. That sounds pretty um, clinical. <laughs> all right so are you saying you're not a fan or is it just something that would take you a while to get used to 
Yeah, I don't know if I can do a multiple uh, insertion environment. Um, uh, like, what's good about gangbang is the alliteration. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. So you got a penis party, uh, but that's only going one way, right? It's not. It's not. Uh, you can't really have a reverse penis party. It's still a penis party. <laughs> well, you can make it a P to P party. Like a penis to poo swall party. What, a, what about a pelvic party? Oh, okay. All right. But, but but a pelvic party, then you're still only going to one area. And in most gangbangs, um, it's all over the place. There's hands and mouths and, you know, involved. That is true. But I love the so term. We gotta get a, <laughs> the yeah, term. pelvic party is good. But, you know, something something to signify that there's more there's more people involved. But. Okay. Well, we'll you got to you got to get the we got to workshop that one. Yeah, we got to work on it. But I I love the term pelvic party. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> the next one is bukkake. For those who may not know what that term is, how the hell have you listened to the show this long and not? But right. Basically, what it is is a plethora of men having their orgasm on the woman's face within a relatively short amount of time. And it doesn't, there's so much stigma with the term bukkake. So I think it needs updated to okay. a fluid rich application. That's very, again, very clinical. I think uh, it's in your nature to be clinical, Dagle. I think you're right. I think you are right. How about, how about moisturized? Okay. That's better. <laughs> While I'm in Las Vegas, I will workshop these. Right. With uh <laughs> with performers to see what they say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, next one. I'm not sure why this one makes me so uncomfortable. Cream pie. And for once again, for those who do not know what this is, it is when the male has his orgasm in the female. He is putting cream in the pie. Yeah, there's usually, yeah, but there's usually a follow up of uh, of you seeing the cream pie, right? Correct. It's I, not. It's not usually just uh, finishing in. You have to see that the, the person actually finished inside. Right. I don't know. I mean, I, I understand why that is because otherwise he could be faking it, and we wouldn't want stunts in our adult content. But correct. <laughs> we need that reality. Right, right. <laughs> and I think that's actually my problem with it. Is, is the after effect, is right? Is the after effect where she's like, oh, hold on a second. Her legs are like splay and then she's kegling Pushing out. out. Right. Uh, and, and then it's making all this noise. That's the part that I'm not a fan of. So I think that's how I came up with the name that I did. And it is injection osmosis okay okay again i think on, on the clinical side there dangle uh how about turkey basted turkey ba <laughs> <laughs> okay a little right. too on the nose uh maybe i mean you often get that sucking sound with it too <laughs> yes that is very true <laughs> If I were to do it, because I'm so pale, I would call it ghost basting. There you go. Right. 
<laughs> or basted. Basted just works. Basted, yes. Yeah. All right. See, and I'm going to tell the listeners right now. This is off the top of his head. I wrote my shit down. <laughs> this is off the top of the stepfather's head. That's how good he is. He giving him a little compound butter. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> <Compound>. <laughs> now, the, the, for your listeners who like to, uh, you know, they'll never, they'll never watch uh, Hell's Kitchen the same again. No, no. see someone basting that steak, <laughs> that skillet. <laughs> <laughs> So that means I have to make a cooking show where I pretend, or I, I could, I make a video where I'm doing a cooking show and just be like, ah, ah, and just make all the horrible noises and gestures with the turkey baster right onto my food. Oh my goodness. Which I, I need to say, the listeners who may be new to the show don't know that the fine stepfather is an incredible cook and baker. Like he oh, is unreal, and for oh, how many years have you been doing this with us? A uh, number. We'll say several. It, it, it grows. Yeah, it, it's growing. <laughs> he leaves little gifts for us, and what they are are his holiday slash Christmas baked goods, and they are phenomenal, and they get better every year, which is great. But he makes um. What ginger cookies and it's kind of pfeffernoose, pfeffernoose, yeah, that, pfeffernoose cookies yeah. and pitzels, right? And uh, this year we well, I think we did last year too. Our take on an a smiley face cookie, I'll say yes, or a smiley cookie as to not infringe on on a local Pittsburgh restaurant's coffee shop in the shape of our dog, our Newfoundland dog, adorable, <laughs> and uh, pumpkin roll. May I say? The pumpkin roll, as good as everything was, the pumpkin roll was the standout. And good Lord, it weighed two pounds. <laughs> that thing was, it was rich and creamy and soft, but that thing was a log. And I am thrilled to say that I put the vast majority of that log into my mouth. Hey, now. Yes. Basted. That's right. <laughs> Stepfather basted dick dangle. Now the next one. Let me know what you think. This word, I think because when you hear it, it elicits such strong visual memories that it's hard not to be moved by this word. And the word is gaping. A gape. Okay. Usually relating to the butthole. And a gape is when the person in question is able to control their butthole in a way that when whatever was inserted comes out, it stays open. And you can look right in there. I am not a fan of the word gaping. I think this word out of all of them really needs a rebrand. because yeah, it is, I would agree. It is so harsh. That's very aggressive. It is extremely aggressive. How about cavern inspection? Wow, dang, we were on the same page there. I was going for cavernous. Mm, yeah. All Cavern. right. Yeah. We dialed that one in. Very nice. Yep. Because if you want to inspect it, the cavern is open. You can go right in. It's or not, maybe spelunking. Spelunking isn't a bad one as well. Sure. But gaping, because 
whenever you hear gaping, you think of two things. Gaping wound, gaping asshole. That's it. There's nothing yeah. else that gapes. Panic. <laughs> panic. Panic. Fall- panic follows. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but the last one I want to get to, this one isn't as bad, but I-, I think it does need a bit of an update. All right. Fisting. Much like gaping, it's aggressive. I think if they could soften it a bit, it might help. And with this term, make it a bit playful. Hand puppet. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I like it. I like hand puppet. Uh, or puppeteering, maybe. Puppeteering, <laughs> even better. Or you could uh, you could give him the old, uh, what the fuck is his name? Uh, oh, uh, Jeff Dunham. The, the old, yeah, the old Jeff Dunham. <laughs> oh that's not bad i don't know how he will feel about it uh but that's not a bad idea (laughs) yeah there you go give him the old jeff dunham that's right on a steak (laughs) (laughs) yes i like that a lot oh my goodness are there terms that you don't care for, Stepfather? I would probably say gaping is the is like I stay awake because I know what you know what's going to happen there, and usually, usually the apples involved with that too, where it looks like they're they're prolapsing at some point, right? And I'm not a fan of that. So if I ever see in the title gaping, I just stay away. Correct, because where there is a gaping, a prolapse is soon to follow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get gaped enough. You get you get dunnumed enough. The puppet becomes loose. I mean, you need a stitch here or there after a while. Absolutely. For a very long time, I am not a fan of prolapse. I've been calling that a blooming onion. Okay. For a very long time. My only response to that is crikey. Crikey, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it definitely limits the restaurants I could eat at. Right. That is for sure. <laughs> but if there are any terms that the listeners have an issue with and would like to create their own, please let me know. Dick at danglinafterdark.com is the email or at the Dick Dangle on Twitter. The last thing I want to get to in the first half of the show, as I get older, my taste in what I enjoy in porn has changed quite a bit. And by the fact that we just renamed five things because of how uncomfortable they still make me, I think that's proof of that. I think as I've gotten older, now this is just me, I've become a little bit more empathetic i become a little bit more needing of connection and maybe even a little bit of romance i know it's weird i know i'm probably out of my lane here but this is just how i feel so it has changed what i watch and it changed how i look at how people promote themselves especially on social media because They will have either a screen grab or a five or 10 second video promoting a scene that either they have on their OnlyFans 
or that they have on their clip site or on their website, whatever it may be. And sometimes I still will watch things just for the sheer madness of it. But the one thing that I've been noticing within myself is these men that are in great shape but very thin who have massive dongs. I mean, just absolute hammers. Okay. And they are in a position, usually doggy style. Might need to change that term. Now do I think about it? And the typically petite performer that is trying to keep said hammer inserted. And I'm like, you know what? There are times where I'll watch it and I go, man, that's done really well. That is super hot. But most of the time I'm just like, this is not doing it for me. And I decided to step inside of myself and go, why is this not doing anything for me? And I figured it out. And it's a mathematical equation. Long dong equals no touch. When your dick is so big that it's difficult to be romantic positionally with the person that you're having sex with, I don't care for it. It's really, really strange. Because as all the listeners of this show know, when you are filming sex, you open up to the camera. And what that means is you want to be able to see the maximum amount of actual visual penetration as you possibly can. So if you have a thin man with a large penis, they don't have to open up as much because they have less kind of hiding them, but they still do because that's what you're trained to do. But when they do that, it literally makes it look like their penis is a hand to their forehead and they're swinging (laughs) their arms wildly at someone they can't hit. And I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I get, I get where you're coming from when it go when you when they go to, um, like the romance angle of it, because the any um, fellatio scene looks ridiculous because yes. it's going nowhere, right? right? <laughs> and yeah, so it's it's truly just angles where he he is a machine and not a person, right? And I saw a clip for somebody, and they had two cameras. She was bent over. It was doggy-style sex, but she was standing, and her upper body was, like, over the back of a couch or something like that. And the guy was just standing behind her. And it took all he could to keep his hands on her ass because he was opened up so much, and he was so devastatingly long in the penis and it's like i couldn't do that i would want to like touch her back touch her shoulders touch her legs but it was literally like watching a t-rex with a gigantic dick having sex with a woman because it's like "Ah, i can't i can't really touch you just it's i'm just moving if i had a penis that large that would really take me out of the moment whatever makes you feel better dang Hey, I am one to admit I am delightfully average, and I'm fine with that. If I had half the penis that people like Isaiah Maxwell or Dread 
have, I would have been a horrible human being <laughs> through my 20s because I was, even though I was uh, faithful while I was in relationships, when I wasn't, yikes. So I could only imagine what I would have been if I would have had literally another penis on my penis. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I oh, the thought actually makes me uncomfortable. I feel bad for you, Dangle. Uh, well, it's because you're hung like a just a. Oh, so you'll never know what it's like, Dangle. That's right. You'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cross I got a bear. Right. Somebody's got to handle it. That's so right. the rest of the world can just dream. I mean. So, so what you're saying is, and as respectfully as I say this, the stepmother is really taking one for the team. <laughs> She's keeping it off the market, right? Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How different a saving person, lives. That's right. <laughs> How different a person would you have been in your twenties if you literally had the equivalent of two of your penises? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I was pretty arrogant <laughs> to begin with. I could only imagine. I could only imagine how awful of a human being I would be. How do you not? Because there is a difference between having a big dick and carrying positive big dick energy, and having right. big dick and having little dick energy, and just being an awful human being. I don't know what I would have been. I truly don't. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I probably would have been worse. I'll probably, I, I was, I was pretty egotistical mm. at a young age. Not that I'm not anymore, but it was a lot worse yeah. back then. <laughs> so what you're saying is, if you had twice the penis, it's quite possible that there could be little stepfathers all over this planet. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I really would be some some kind of. I'd be deadbeat father. <laughs> <laughs> you, you would have been turkey basting a lot of women. Exactly. You would have done your best to moisturize them during your pelvic parties. <laughs> <laughs> they they may have had uncontrolled spelunking. This is all coming together, actually. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you would have broken them. You would have broken them. Especially if it's twice what it is now, Dago. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I have to get custom-made pants with three leg holes. It'll, be, it'll look like the uh, like medieval times of people just uh, heads on pikes. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up, people. Look it up. That's right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. I, I don't even want to think about it. Don't even want to think about it. Well, I kind of want to think about it, but then I don't want to think about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're discussing it, so you're obviously yeah, thinking about it. <laughs> that is very true. How do I not? I mean, I'm I'm at the point now where I'm glad I was a grower or am a grower and not a shower, because if I just showed, oh, I would have been so inappropriate. <laughs> I mean, it's, I, I always like that. Like, it's, I think it's better to be a grower instead of a shower because if, if you were a shower and you really didn't have much to show, then there was nothing to look forward to. True. True. 
<laughs> but when when everything grows like you know a turtle with his head behind the shell and then it starts coming out and you're like all right i can work right. with this it's moving yeah. even if it's not impressive it's more impressive than if it doesn't grow yes i can agree it's like it is what it is it's just it just goes from you know soft to firm <laughs> just right. switching mattresses that's right <laughs> 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 that's a perfect term for that yeah. but even if you go from three to six they can at least see it as potential you are correct <laughs> he's got a lot of try hard in him that's right <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i've spent this long talking about penises on this show and my next life i'm gonna name my penis rudy Oh, very nice. <laughs> Just one play, coach. Just one play. Get them in. Practice how you play. You play hard. That's right. Practice how you play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. This, it's not getting better than this. I'm just going to end it right here. I had another thought, but I'm probably just going to end up screwing it up. So. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to take a quick break and when we come back we are going to go through some fun articles so hang in there folks we'll be right back mm, don't worry dick will be coming back This is Sunny Lane, and when I'm not playing with myself, I'm listening to Dick Dangle. Oh, yeah. Mm, he's recovered and ready to go again. Welcome back to the Pervert Nation. Here he is, Dick Dangle. Welcome back to Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle, episode number 433. I am Dick Dangle, and I am here with the Rudy of Penises, the fine stepfather. Put me in, coach. Ready to play. No, very nice. I loved that song when I was a kid, and now when I hear it, I just go, ugh. <laughs> it's probably the worst of his songs, right? It's up there, and it doesn't help that uh, our home team is the team that it is. Right. You know, I might like baseball more if we had a team that uh, won at some point yeah. in my lifetime. If you had something to like. Yes. I I actually have a friend in Los Angeles. They are a huge Dodgers fan. And I guess we signed one of their pitchers for the team for the 2023 Pittsburgh Pirates. And they're like, you're going to love them. They're very good. And I want to be like, you guys got rid of him and he's here. How good can he be? Exactly. <laughs> I hate to be that guy, but yikes. So, fine stuff, Father. Would you like to talk about regular, like, mainstream movie sex, some sex statistics, or some popular porn searches? Which one do you want to tackle first? Let's go with statistics for 100, Alec. <laughs> this article comes from thesun.co.uk. Fabulous's 2022 sex survey reveals 
bonking Brits are getting friskier than ever and love having risky sex. Oh, yeah? I, I think I live in the wrong place of the world. Find you know? So they give some statistics right out of the gate with this one because they do articles differently than we do here. They like to do a summary of the article before you dive into it, I guess to see if it's something worth reading. Okay. So we'll get right in it. So general information, if you are in a relationship, who tends to initiate sex the most? 34% say me, not me as in Dick Dangle, like that person. <laughs> you in, you initiate everybody's sexual relationships. That's right. I'm, I'm that's like, what this podcast is all about. That's right. I walk up to them when I see them on the street and I go, and go. <laughs> 36% say my partner and 27% say it's about even between us. So it's a lot of, huh? Huh? And then they go at it. Not sure or prefer not to say is 3%. Preferred not to say means not me. Right. Oh, that could be. Or my actual thought was it is almost like a cuckold thing. Okay. Where they're like, I'm not going to talk about how sex gets initiated because it doesn't involve me. (laughs) (laughs) Just a thought. From the following, when are you most likely to have sex? 20% say in the evening. 17% say on the weekend. 17% say just before I go to sleep. Those are my three favorites for myself. So if it was right before you went to sleep at night on the weekend, it would be perfect for you. Oh, I probably have like three or four <laughs> orgasms right there. That would that would be my largest load. Was that too aggressive? No, no, I think it's perfect. Okay, thank you. Because we, we according to the first half, I may want to soften that. Let me see how can right. I, how can I do that? That would be my most vigorous donation. There you go. Okay. There you go. Whenever we can fit it in around work, family, and other commitments, sixteen percent. In the morning, 12%, and I was talking about this with Aria Cade, she is a morning sex person. It's just not my thing. I am such a horrible person in the morning, and I don't think sex would help. (laughs) Right. Well, so, like, when I wake up in the morning, I have to go to the bathroom. Right. When my partner wakes up in the morning, they have to go to the bathroom. So there's, like, a whole thing that has to happen before you could even get into it. Correct. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm anti I'm anti morning as well. Yeah, I can agree with that because I have enough respect for whoever may be laying in my bed where I would like to at least use mouthwash, if not brush my teeth. Right. And you know, just maybe have a little water in me just to feel a little bit better. And yeah, I'll probably go to the bathroom. So I mean you're talking a good I mean that's 45 minutes right there. No, I'm kidding. Um, That's like, you know, 20 minutes. And now I'm up and I kind of just kind of want to start my day. This is not my thing. 8% said on holidays. 7% said in the afternoon, which afternoon isn't bad. I think it kind of depends on the day itself. And 3% said none of the above. So when when do they? Sex. (laughs) (laughs) One specific. It's like 
between uh, 145 and 215. Correct. Of Arbor Day. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, that's a holiday. Oh, that's true. Well, is it considered a true holiday if the banks don't give it off? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's yeah, your definition of, of holiday. I mean, everything's a day now, right? It's like National Cookie Day or oh, National true. Donut Day. Or... And truly, if I'm having sex, it's a damn holiday. I'll tell you that right now. It's a holiday in my head. There you go. I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> oh, I'm having sex. The Santa's real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look under my pillow in the morning. <laughs> How long does your sexual activity usually last? On average, 3% said under five minutes. That's efficiency. I like that. Those are the, those are the only, and the other 97% are dishonest. <laughs> <laughs> Six to eight minutes, 9%. Nine to 11 minutes. I mean, these are some breakdowns. 9%. 12 to 15 minutes. 11%, 16 to 20 minutes, 16%. They start to drop from there, and it gets to over an hour, 2%. Prefer not to say 8%. Why are you doing a sex survey, but you prefer not to say? Because it's less than the lowest number. Well, but it's under 5%. So if it's literally before you even put it in, okay. <laughs> the, the, the UK suffers from a massive premature evacuation mm, problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please send all... <laughs> Breaking news, yeah. <laughs> Please send any hurtful, hurtful or harmful emails to the stepfather at, uh, what? what was it? Uh, old email go f yourself.com yeah there you go. Oh, that's good that'll work all right. <laughs> look i'm just reading the statistics they speak for themselves uh, you got a point got a point if you if you want me to have a differing opinion then change the outcomes mm, okay you're giving what they're taking exactly or you're taking what they're giving however, however that's meant eight shots in that's right <laughs> but but the average time overall is 24 minutes that's a good session that's a nice solid time session does that include cleanup and redress that's right <laughs> i'm in okay all right how do you feel about talking dirty 30 percent said i love it 26 percent say I sometimes find it embarrassing. 25% say, I'm never sure what to say, which that one I can kind of agree with. Yeah. I mean, that one's kind of hard because it almost has to be a mutual thing. Correct. Like it doesn't work if one person's into it and the other isn't. Right. Oh, for sure. <laughs> uh, 25% say, I love saying filthy things to my partner. 22% say my partner isn't as good at it as I'd like them to be. And 21% say sometimes my partner uses words or phrases I don't like. Cavernous. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> See, that's where. Cavernous on you tonight. <laughs> that's where the first half of the show comes into play. Let them know these terms that we are going to transition to. And everything will be okay. There you, go. I, you know what? I can kind of agree with it because I've had partners, and I've talked about it in previous episodes, 
who were amazing dirty talkers and they were very good sexters and i have such a difficult time getting in that headspace if they want it from me i guess i should put it that way okay either i find it funny or it just doesn't feel natural to me right you know even doing little ha you like that and you know and all those things it's just <laughs> <laughs> and just like that, by the way. Please don't say you do that. <laughs> That's why I've been single for the better part of a millennium. Right. I think it was the, <laughs> the beginning of it. <laughs> I think a, you like that, don't you? Is okay every okay. once in a while, but not a <laughs> you like that. <laughs> Sounds like you're ripping them off. <laughs> you used car salesman. <laughs> <laughs> then again, for those under three minute folks, <laughs> do you like that? that? That would make them last longer. That's for sure. <laughs> Can you take all that? Yeah, I, that may have to become my thing. <laughs> all right, I'll see. But I'm learning here as well. You're giving me good advice. The next question: Have you ever faked an orgasm? Thirty nine percent. Say yes. 53% say no. 8% say I prefer not to say. So in other words, yes. Yes. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Have you ever faked an orgasm, Fine Stuff Father? Absolutely. So have I. 100%. It's really easy to do for, for men to do with condoms on. That's all I got to mm -hmm. say. Especially when you got the... When you got the whiskey, the whiskey D. Oh, right. Right. Yeah. Out too, out, out too late, partying too much. Sometimes it ain't going to happen. You got to just make it feel like it did. Yep. <laughs> it's definitely easier. Uh, it's definitely doable with a condom one because it's not like they're inspecting the condom afterwards. <laughs> Let me see how much. Let me see how much. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, give me that condom. If they, if they are, I mean, that's a very insecure relationship. Oh, that's true. That is very true. <laughs> they want to measure it on a scale to see if it's as impressive as it was the last time you did. You know, oh, a little light, only seven ounces today. Yeah, a little or seven grams, a little light, little light. A little light. Is it me? Are you saying it's me? Like what? You know, you've been seeing that whore, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> Way to jump to conclusions, honey. That is impressive. Which of the following practices have you tried? I've let someone tie me up or handcuff me at 21%. I've tied someone up or handcuffed them 21%. I'm both of those. I've been blindfolded 20%. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've been blindfolded. I've spanked someone 19%. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. An emphatic, oh, yeah, from Dangle. I've done it a lot. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to do that for everything now. Uh, I blindfolded. You'll need, need, you need a sound machine to take the measure to draw your sound effects. <laughs> oh, yeah. And start repeating halfway through. That's right. I already heard that one, Dangle. Right. <laughs> Go ahead and touch it. I've blindfolded a partner, 19%. I've done that. I've been spanked, 18%. That is true. Uh, my partner has tried role-playing as a sexy character. 
16%. I haven't really dated anyone that got into that. Okay. I don't think I've ever messed around with that. I've been the quote-unquote master, mistress, dominatrix, or dominant, 15%. Yeah, I've been known to be a little bit dominant. I've been the quote-unquote slave or submissive, 13%. Slave, no. Submissive, yes. I, I dated a girl. She would just get on and just ride. Like, there would be times we'd be like, all right, I can I get a drink of water? Can we take a break? And she's like, no. No, we can't. Like, all right. But 32% have done none of the above that I named, which that's still 60-some percent. That's not too bad. Have you ever performed a sex act in a public place or somewhere other people might see you? 40% said yes. 52% said no, and 7% said they prefer not to say. Uh, this is an emphatic yes, and I'm sure it is for you as well, Stepfather. Oh, yes. Yes, most definitely. Yeah. Now, I was a maniac in my 20s. Uh, I hear you. In which of the following places have you ever had sex? 58% said in a car, yes. Highly overrated, but yes. 35% at work. Yes. And you can answer these as well, Fine Stuff Father, if you would like. Not at work, in a car, but I didn't think it was overrated. Although I also had a 1983 AMC Eagle station wagon. Oh. So, plenty of room. Uh, that, that, was, that is a sex machine right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> had all the ladies dropping their pants. Yeah. <laughs> 30% said in a public bathroom. Um, no. Uh, I have I don't, not. I don't use public bathrooms, <laughs> let alone abuse public bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm, I, I know I haven't. Would I be against it? I think it would all be based on position. Like if it's something where we could both be in a stall standing and not really. Or like standing at the sink, right? Right. <laughs> Nothing where you'd have to touch the floor. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sitting down to have them bounce on top of me because. Right. Uh, no. <laughs> exactly. I don't use a public restroom, let alone I'll use a public restroom. <laughs> uh, too many fluids in there. Way too many fluids. Uh, 23% said at a sex club. I've never been. I've never been, yeah. yeah. I'm missing out, obviously. 21% said on a plane. Good for them. I'd, I'd be happy just for a little hand, handsy-feelsy right. under a, a cheap airplane blanket, let alone have sex. 3% prefer not to say. <laughs> but 14% say none of the above. And there are many questions that are answered in this survey. So if you want to check out the full survey, you're going to go to danglinafterdark.com, click the link to this episode, and you will see all of the articles in the show notes. Or you could just go to thesun.co.uk and find it for yourself. But the last one that I want to get into is, do you ever watch pornography with your main sexual partner? 28% said, my partner and I often watch it together. 41% said, 
said, the partner and I sometimes watch it together. 18% said, I have not watched it with my partner, but would like to. 11% said, I have not watched it with my partner and would not like to. That's worrisome. And 1% prefer not to say. I can only think of I think two partners that we would actively watch pornography together. I had a lot that were very, uh, because once again, you know, in my 20s, it was a lot of, well, why do you need that? Right. I would get. But uh, I had a couple that we enjoyed it together, and those were some of the best times sexually that I had. They were just a lot of fun. <laughs> Have you had anyone either watch it with you or uh, vehemently yeah. not watch it? <laughs> Not not ever was anti, but definitely some that were disinterested. Um, I don't ever, I don't ever think that it enhanced the situation oh, when okay. we did. Okay. Like thinking about the times, you know, where we where we did. I don't think that it was so much better because we were. Okay, so it was more just kind of a primer than anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something in the background, you know, rather than everybody loves Raymond. not the triple x parody mind you of course (laughs) is there a triple x parody of everybody oh i'm sure there is oh no deborah anyway (laughs) so definitely check out the rest of what uk has to offer sexually with this survey and this article i love my uk brethren you guys are dirty like myself So let's get into an article from thechive.com. And this is movie sex cliches that are wrong 99% of the time. And there are a lot that overlap. So I'm just going to give the uh, more fun ones, but definitely ones that the stepfather can talk about because he is a man of the movies. He loves his movies. And I don't know if you've had the opportunity to go to many movies through this year, but I know there were points where you were going to like a hundred movies a year. Yeah. Uh, pre COVID I was going every weekend twice sometimes, but I believe that, um, I started to see how much of a time spend it was. Mm. So I don't go that much anymore. I still watch a decent amount at home, but, uh, it's a lot different. You know, I'm not driving to the theater, sitting in the theater, driving home. So, I, yeah, I still watch, but I don't go to the theater. I, the, the theater has lost its charm for me. But I think that's uh, society in general has felt that, too, because even the the blockbuster movies didn't do well this year at the theaters. Yeah, I think there were really only two movies that did really well. Yeah. So. And the one makes me laugh because, uh, you know, Top Gun Maverick and... If uh, anyone wants to watch it and hasn't watched it yet, prepare for a spoiler. Apparently, there's a point where he ejects out of an aircraft at, like, Mach 10. <laughs> yep. And, and lives. Yep. And a number of pilots and scientists and doctors all said, in agreement... You would be so dead because that's like 7,000 miles an hour. <laughs> right. You would be 
really, really dead. There's no living from that. Being said, if there was a movie to see in the movie theaters this past year, that's it. Agreed. Yes. Yeah, the camera work on some of that was just amazing. Yeah. But these are sex movie cliches. So we'll see how you feel about this fine stuff, Father. The first one. Two people talk about foreplay being virtually non-existent. The first person says, I'm always confused about how quickly they go from kissing to penetrative sex in movies. Like, hold it there, Skippy. I'm going to need a bit more foreplay before you shove anything up there. And the second person said, Hollywood had me thinking you kiss for two seconds and then boom, intercourse is happening. Let's have a 10-second silence for these poor women in movies who get zero foreplay and just have penises rammed into them immediately. <laughs> well, I mean, evidently, the people who are commenting on this uh, movie trope aren't with the person that makes them wet enough that a couple kisses is all it takes. Whoa. <laughs> Send all your complaints to <laughs> Mike drop. Holy smokes. No, I mean, I, I agree. It's ridiculous. But at the same time, like, what do you want them to do? Like, do you need a full length, like regular motion picture to spend 15 minutes getting the characters in the mood or do you understand what is happening? You know what I mean? Like right. that, I think that one falls a little to the suspension of disbelief where you realize that, I mean, it's all, it's very rarely unless it's a comedy that you're watching. Is it 10 minutes later and they're done having sex? Like most of the time they're having sex and then it's the next day when they're getting out of bed. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, you know, what's going to happen. If somebody goes to the grocery store and they get in the car and then five seconds later they're out of their car and going into the grocery store you don't have to watch them drive the three miles it takes for them to get to the grocery store to know that he stopped a couple times put a turn signal on turned right turn left you know what i mean right yeah. if you like you'd never have a movie if you spent half of the movie getting to the places where the movie is supposed to be imagine watching a western it would be a 40 hour movie <laughs> <laughs> that that is Clint, very Clint, true. Clint Eastwood would not have had a career. <laughs> he would have made one movie. One movie, yeah. One movie. Just the guy on a horse. He would just literally still it, be making that movie. <laughs> different backgrounds. Just, just him riding a horse. And this happened. This happened. You didn't see it because you were only able to watch two hours, and therefore you got him riding the horse into town. Yep. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my thing with this is if you want to watch five to ten minutes of foreplay, uh, just watch porn. Right. Exactly. If that's what you like want. The whole, yeah, the whole point of the movie is to, you know, here are lovers who are in love. You know what's going to happen. So let's give you a little titillation and then show, you know, the happy glow after. Correct. So it's like there are plenty other, and I'm sure we'll get to some of the others, but there are plenty other sexual dum dums things in movies. So Oh yeah. I actually would love to have sex and have that uh naked gun moment or like those really funny eighty comedy eighties comedies, seventies comedies where it's like you see the fireworks going off and you see a fountain right. start, you know, stuff like <laughs> that's what I want during my sex. The next one, half the time the women are still wearing bras. 
And I didn't really think about that until I thought about it, and they're not wrong. Right. Which I find interesting. So uh, there uh, are three people here, and the first one says, I thought you had to keep your bra on during sex because that's how it always was in movies. The first time my boyfriend tried to take my bra off during the act, I got really nervous and wouldn't let him. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, women always keep their bras on. In so many films, they lie there afterward with their bra on. And why keep it on during sex? Nipples are important, and I agree with that. And the other one is adjacent to it. And it's uh, the biggest lie is that clothes come off quickly and easily. Oh, I've done a few bed face plants trying to get pants off. I, I <laughs> right? will fully admit that. Right. Yeah, that's probably the uh, one of the unpleasantries of actual sex versus movie sex. Yeah, that's a little that's a little ridiculous. But I mean, that's that all leads to the, the actress. Right. Or the type of movie. If you're watching a Skinamax film, the bras come off. Right. (laughs) But Hollywood should embrace all of the breasts and all of the buttocks and all of the balls. It's okay. It's just parts. You can show them. You don't have to show penetration, but just don't be afraid to show them. This one I agree with and I still find really hot. And it's two people. First one says, I always believe that the girl had to wear the guy's button-down shirt afterwards. Right. And the other one said uh, that you wear a a man's button-down shirt around the house after you fuck. L-M-A-O. And, yeah, I still find that extremely hot. I don't think I own a full button-down shirt at this point in my life. Right. But, uh, yeah, to throw on, like, a guy's shirt or something like that is still it just super hot. It just is. That's because you're conditioned, Dangle. You're right. Hollywood has conditioned me <laughs> to be like, oh, damn you, Warner Brothers. And the last one that I'm going to bring up, same thing with this article. There's a lot of stuff that they talk about. No cleanup after sex. People are just nope. lying in their own filth. And <laughs> yeah, that's the worst part. The worst. <laughs> you have two people. Uh, the first one says, the biggest lie is that there is zero cleanup afterwards. No one grabs the wet wipes stored in their bedside table. Why? And the second one says, there's no cleaning up uh, to be done afterwards. Sex is messy. And it's unrealistic to have two characters do the deed and then just carry on about their business. <laughs> Where are the wet wipes, people? Like... Like, just a not only not only do the deed, but as passionate as they tend, they lend you to believe the deed is being done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if there are sexual situations where the truth like there is always so much passion that there is not only bottle like, uh, you know, loads to speak of, but there's sweat, there's drool like. Their their cleanup is probably worse than the actual cleanup <laughs> by how much in love those two people are. Mm, you're not wrong. <laughs> so, like, think about your worst and probably double it, and that's what they're laying in. Yeah. That's the one that always gets me is how it's like it's no like as passionate as it can be. There is always cleanup afterwards. You're right. <laughs> You you hit that nail on the head. Is there a sex scene, probably from a comedy, that you absolutely love? Because no, 
To be honest, most sex scenes in dramatic movies are the same. They're all kind of lame. Right. But so the comedy recently ones. I watched uh, Blonde. I think that's what it's called, Blonde. Okay. Which is the um, Anna de Armas, uh, Marilyn Monroe film on oh. Netflix. Right, right. It was a big deal because it was rated NC-17. A lot of frontal nudity okay. from her. So that was good, but there is a simula- simulated um, fellatio scene where she is giving head to the president, and it's a lot. Uh, it's a close up of her face and her fist. Uh, it's a pretty good scene, but at the same time, like it's pretty funny. Okay, <laughs> like it, it's okay. Like the whole movie, other than like the excess amount of nudity and you're kind of questioning why it got an NC 17 rating until that scene. And then you're like, Oh, I see now why this is rated NC 17. I gotcha. Because there's no, uh, there's no, uh, hiding what it is she's doing. It's a close up of the act. Oh, very nice. (laughs) I have to watch this now. Well, beyond the simulated HJBJ, is it worth watching? It's a decent movie. Um, and there's, of course, the woke critics uh, hate it for being misogynistic, but they're also not realizing. I mean, they're not. I don't think they're taking an, an account that it's the '50s and '60s, right? Like it was different times back then. People behaved a different way. We are evolved now to understand that there's not the way to behave but like you can't you can't change history you can't water down history like people were who they were back then yeah it's just the way it is but i mean overall i mean you just it's sad i think it's more of a depressing film just because i don't think like i think you leave it with the notion that she never really had a chance Oh, okay. I see. At a at a successful like a not a, at a happy successful life. Gotcha. Okay. So I mean, I'm, I'm I fully believe that that's the director's intention is to make you feel that way. So in that regard, like it works, but it's still kind of a depressing film. Right. Hmm. Interesting. See, now when I think quality sex scenes in a movie, the two that automatically come to mind. Or the sex scene in Hot Shots? I knew it. I didn't know it was coming. <laughs> um, if you haven't seen it, please go see it. First off, that is a hilarious movie. But that is truly pure entertainment. That sex scene is fantastic. And the other one is from a movie called Fatal Instinct. And uh, that stars uh, Armand DeSante and... I can't remember the name of the character. Was it Sean Young, I think, that played Lola Kane? Um, it's this... <laughs> they try to make it like a, a modern film noir slash naked gun movie. It's, okay. It's hilarious. I absolutely love that movie. Uh, but the sex scene in that is absolutely tremendous. And it's one of those movies that references a lot of other movies. Like it's called fatal instinct. Cause it's like basic instinct and fatal attraction. Right. And, uh, there were a couple other movie references in there, but it's absolutely tremendous. But that sex scene is just top notch. 
I see. I thought you were gonna piggyback hot shots with "Don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood." <laughs> so they they both parody nine and a half weeks. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one too. Yeah, that's that's in my top five. That's a really good one. You look at the hot sauce off of her hairy feet. Right. <laughs> 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 which would sell like hotcakes on OnlyFans. Just let me say that. <laughs> so how about we quickly go through one of my favorite articles that I do, and I love doing it with the stepfather. That sounded dirty. It is from AEBNTrends.com. Popular searches by country in October and November of 2022. So... Let's get into it. Let's go to Argentina, where their popular search is double anal. Cavernous. Cavernous. That is <laughs> twice the cavernous. <laughs> the cavernicity. That's spelunking personified. Yes. <laughs> That's a gangbang of spelunkers. <laughs> In France, teens for cash. Whoa, is that like Cars for Kids? I don't know. Oh, I thought it was just the Roman Polanski biography. Oh, look out! <laughs> Send all complaints right. to you. <laughs> See, this is why we have you on. You're, 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 you, I have three completely different hosts. Each one brings a specific sense of humor and talent, and I love them all. Now, if I were to star in a brand that was searched this would be it in greece tastefully explicit wow yeah it's very it must be a very conservative country (laughs) (laughs) i don't i don't think i'd ever see myself going on to like pornhub.com and searching for show me something tastefully explicit (laughs) (laughs) you have a monocle in exactly (laughs) sitting by the fireplace with my brandy Exactly. <laughs> oh yes, I just I would like to watch something, but please make it tastefully explicit. Exactly. <laughs> pip pip. <That's> right. <laughs> oh, this is Greece. I'm sorry. Well, close enough. Yeah. <laughs> I know no accents or anything like that. I'm horrible at it all. So they all just end up being English. So that's fine. <laughs> In Denmark. From my heart, the Blazed Studio brand, Jerky Sluts. That's good stuff. In Malaysia, Dungeon Maidens. All right. All right. <laughs> that sounds like what a Viking metal band would call their groupies. Dungeon Maidens. Dungeon Maidens. That almost, that almost sounds like an all-female Viking metal band. Right. Oh, I kind of like that. As we heard from the United Kingdom, and this holds true, kink. So I don't know if it's the brand or just kink in general. Well, it's 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 quicker to type, too. Oh, that <laughs> is very true. And to the United States, their top search, Adriana Chechik. That's a good top well, search. It's back to the double anal, right? Uh, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Now, of course, there are some entertaining gay searches. In Argentina, another winner, footballers. 
All right, that's explainable though. World Cup action, right? But it could it also be like balls on feet? <laughs> Very on the nose. Very, yes. <laughs> that, that, no, that would be nose ballers. That was so stupid. In Colombia, banging balls. A lot of balls going on here. A lot I see of balls in 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 North and South America. In Mexico, armpits. Okay. <laughs> in Sweden, oh no, sketchy sex. <laughs> they don't even want to say don't what even, it is. Yeah, <laughs> they're so they're so worried about the repercussions. Show me something sketchy. <laughs> Make it sketchy. In Poland, bald spanking. <laughs> I did, I just have that image of uh, George Costanza in his underwear getting his picture taken from Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, that's, that could be. But but like, are they spanking their heads during sex? Is it just bald guys spanking each other? Like that makes right. me wonder. Really makes me wonder. Look it up, Dangle. <laughs> <laughs> On your computer. Oh, okay. <laughs> In Russia. Drunk on spunk. <laughs> that might be. You started that. You started that like it was a Yakov. Yakov <laughs> yeah, I Russia. In Russia, the spunk gets you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I realize that as I said it. I'm not lying. <laughs> Though I will say, drunk on spunk may be a better term than bukkake. Yeah, yeah, that could be a replacement. That could be. But how many people are searching drunk on spunk for it to become the number one search category? You know what I mean? Like, how does that pass around? That's a lot. <laughs> you got to look at drunk on spunk. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're into, but <laughs> if you enjoy a fluid, rich, application a moisturized environment you may want to check out drunk on spunk right <laughs> in thailand baseball twinks okay all right nothing like a submissive baseball player that would make watching baseball a lot more interesting <laughs> no you're not feeling it i don't know about no. that okay all right <laughs> Baseball is hard enough to watch. As it is. <laughs> You're not sure if that's what's going to help get you to the park. I got it. Right. And the last one in Israel, much like the straight search for France, teens for cash. In Israel, twinks for cash. There's a lot of for cash. Yeah. I mean, they get everybody gets paid. Don't they know that? That's right. That's the way it needs to be. <laughs> If this has taught us anything, porn is an equal opportunity environment. Right. Everyone should get paid. Oh, and I feel like I have been paid and I am a richer human being for having you on this episode, Fine Stuff Father. Well, thank you for having me. It's always a good time, Dagwood. Oh, my goodness. I hope everyone enjoyed this episode and enjoyed the banter between the Fine Stuff Father and I. So until next time, thank you for listening. 
Please take care of yourselves and each other. Pay for your porn and support amazing content creators. Find something that feeds your soul and do it as often as you possibly can. Have sex in cars. Don't believe the movie sex you're watching. <laughs> uh, I'll leave it there. Evacuate a little early there, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was that was good. Gave him the old three percenter. Oh, that was good. That's what I call it. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, honey. You're getting the old three percenter yeah, right. <laughs> I finished a little early on that one. So I guess I, I will say I prefer not to answer. <laughs> and, of course, keep calm and dang along. If you can. 